Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Praise the Lord. Amen. I am Apostle Desmond, Pastor Miracle Pettinger, and this is March the 1st. Amen. 2020. The first Sunday in March. And we are so excited about God here at Pursuing Word Apostolic Ministries. And the we're continuing our study, our um, our call to understand the spirit of wisdom. Amen. And in, the, in that regard, we're thanking God for showing us the revelation of spiritual wisdom. Spiritual wisdom reveals. It reveals different aspects of who God is, his purpose, his nature. And it also reveals the function of the Holy Spirit. And so today we're going to be looking at Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. And this is Paul's prayer for spiritual wisdom to the saints. And we're going to be more into, uh, we're going to look more into the functions of spiritual wisdom, how it reveals certain aspects of who God is. It reveals knowledge and understanding of what the purpose of the spirit of wisdom does for us as believers. Amen. So looking at his prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, verse starting at verse 15. In the New King James Version, it reads, Therefore, I also... After I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. The revelation Revealing knowledge of God, knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in a Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. And he put all things under his feet. How many things? All, all things. Amen. All things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Hallelujah. 
Amen. So looking at verses 18 through 23, we see that the Holy Spirit is going to reveal the knowledge of, it's going to reveal knowledge in God, knowledge in, in God himself. And one of the first things the spirit of wisdom reveals is that we have freedom from sin. The enemy will try to make you think that you have to be bound in sin. That because of the innate sinful nature of mankind, you will always be a slave to sin. However, we know that in verse 18, it's, it was telling us that it opens the eyes of our understanding, that we're enlightened, and that we may know the hope of his calling. And what... And, and God has called all of us to repentance. God desires that everyone to, is to be saved. Even in Acts chapter 26, 18, it says to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. God desires that we be free from sin. That is one of the things the wisdom of God will open up unto us to show us that you don't have to stay there. And not only that, there's an inheritance for us. There's an inheritance for those who are sanctified and set apart. You can inherit everlasting life. Not only in the hereafter, but also in the here and now. An abundant life, a life that allows you to live free from sin, free from sickness, free from the burdens and the shackles of guilt, shame, and condemnation. Sin, when it is not, when it is not repented of, can lead you to death in different areas of your life. But don't you know that God desires for you to turn away from that sin and unto him so you can be free, amen, and receive the inheritance that God has for you. Amen. And in, here, and in the New King James Version, that same verse says, to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. So that inheritance is being in the in amongst the people of God, meaning being part of the body of Christ. Hallelujah. The spirit of wisdom also reveals there's a hopeful promise of reclaiming kingdom citizenship. Hallelujah. And as we're studying, even our in our Bible study, we're studying uh, rediscovering the kingdom, the kingdom of God. We understand that God's purpose for mankind was to be an extension, to extend his territory from heaven onto earth. And that when he created mankind, that was also that he would have sons and not servants. So that to make us citizens of the kingdom of God, hallelujah, and not slaves there too. And we see in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 12 in the New Living Translation it says, In those days you were living apart from Christ. You were excluded from citizenship among the people of Israel. And you did not know the covenant promises God made to them. You lived in this world without God and without hope. But guess what? When we become a part of God's body, when we come into the fellowship of his son, through um, that being through Jesus Christ, we become citizens and we can reclaim our inheritance, amen, as kingdom citizens and enjoy the covenant promises that God has for us. 
Amen. All we have to do is believe that God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son just for us, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. When we believe that God loved us so much that he sent his son not only to die on the cross, but to, ri to rise again with all power in his hands, that Jesus Christ paid the penalty just for us. When we believe it and we receive it and we accept Christ as our Lord and Savior, we get to inherit those same promises. Amen. We are part of the kingdom of God. And then we receive God and the hope that comes with that. Amen. That hopeful promise of being kingdom citizens with all the benefits and all the privileges. Amen. That come with that. We also see that spiritual wisdom reveals that there is breakthrough, a power to break through every curse, every sickness, every disease, to break through every obstacle. Whatever it is that we may end up going through because we're in this world and not of it, the situations and the unexpected circumstances. And we see in Colossians chapter 2, verse 12, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted in the mighty power of God who, who raised Christ from the dead. When we believe in the power, the resurrection power of Christ, we become a part of him. He becomes a part of us. And that same power that raised Christ from the dead, guess what? We also receive that same power. And so now we are raised into new life. Hallelujah. Even Acts chapter 2 verse 24 says, But God released him from the horrors of death and raised him back to life. For death could not keep him in its grip. And that's talking about Jesus Christ. Because God released Jesus Christ from the horrors of death. And in the New King James Version it says, Whom God raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be held by it. If you are a part of the family of God, of the body of Christ, then you understand that the same power that raised Christ from the dead the same power, hallelujah, that literally freed him and allowed him to break through those chains. It chains is the same power that is on you to break through the chains and the bondages that the enemy may try to put on you. Whether it's a bondage of fear, whether it's a bondage of doubt, unbelief, unforgiveness, anger, bitterness, addictions, depression, whatever that bondage is, you have the power to break through. When you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and you have a faith and a confidence in who God is and what he can do for you, you walk in that same power to break through. Hallelujah. That same power to break through. It cannot hold its grip on you. If it couldn't hold its grip on Jesus and he is your brother and, uh, <laughs> because we all have the same heavenly father, it doesn't have a grip on you either. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Spiritual wisdom also reveals that we have a position of kingdom sonship. In the kingdom of God, we are sons and not servants. Hallelujah. And then in that position of sonship, 
We have authority above all principality and rules, over all power and authority, over all mighty power, dominion, and every name that is named, both now and forever, that goes outside the authority, the integrity, and the healing virtue of God. So I don't care whatever it is that they come up with, whatever kind of spirit of bondage or sickness or disease that may arise. Okay, the name of Jesus is higher than those names. Whether it's Ebola, bird flu, whatever it is, whatever kind of virus may come up and they new names that come out, the name of Jesus is above every name. Hallelujah. And we see that in Psalm 110 and 1. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. And if God, if Father God says this to the Lord Jesus Christ, and we are seated with him in heavenly places, guess what? These things could be under our feet as well. Amen? Hallelujah. Even Philippians chapter 2, verses 9 through 10 say, Wherefore God also hath exalted him, and God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name. Hallelujah. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of the things in heaven and the things in earth and the things under the earth. Amen. And even in Romans chapter 8, verse 38 to 39 says, And I am convinced that nothing, nothing, nothing can separate us from God's love. And in the New Living Translation says, Neither death nor life, nor angels or demons, Neither our fears for today, nor our worries for tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. And in the New King James Version, that says, I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels or principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. Hallelujah. And in the verse 39, we see it says, No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Neither height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So if nothing can separate us from the love of God, if we have the power to break through, and nothing can really separate us unless we allow it. Why are we allowing certain things to separate us from God? They don't have power to separate us in and of itself unless you give it the power. God's given you power to break through the obstacles, to break through the circumstances, to break through even the fears of today. God's given you power to break through the worries for tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can really separate you. Because guess what? God's given you power to break through those things. When you walk and apply the spiritual wisdom of God, you're walking in the light and you're walking in victory. You're walking in breakthrough. But if you allow yourself to stay in the darkness, that means the powers of hell can conquer and overtake you. That means the worries and the fears for tomorrow and the worries uh, uh, and the fears of today can overtake you. Ah, 
but we have victory over that. Spiritual wisdom, applying the spiritual wisdom of God gives you the strength and empowers and enables you to go through, to make it through, amen, with victory that's already been won. We also see in, hallelujah, we also see in, um, we're going to look at actually Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. It says, and Jesus came and spake to them saying, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. So we have authority not only above, that places us above all these things, but also we have authority over them. And any everything that is um, on in heaven and on the earth. So it cannot, it cannot overtake you if you're walking in the power of breakthrough that God has given you. Spiritual wisdom also reveals to us that we're worth it, that we have a right to this. We're entitled to this. Why? Because we are part of the body of Christ. We are part of the body of Christ. And so as a part of the body of Christ, because we are believers, we may have different roles and operations, but we all work together under the same head, which is Christ Jesus. So if you literally imagine the body, you have the head, you have the arms, the, the torso, the hips, the legs, the feet, Christ being the head. And the head, the brain, controls and sends signals and messages to the other parts of the body so they can function in unity as one unit to accomplish a purpose, a goal, a task. And we see in Romans chapter 12, verse 5, so we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members one of another. So we are one body, the body of Christ, Christ being the head, but each of us are different members of that body, meaning we're different parts of that body. You may be the fingers, you may be the toes, you may be the foot, the ankle, you may even be the neck. Whichever way God has positioned you, it's, you have a function, you have a purpose. And the ultimate goal is to support the mission, the vision that God has set for the body of Christ. Even uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 6 says, And there are diversities of activities. But it is the same God who works all in all. So no matter what different parts that we play, we sh if, we're, if we're believing in the same God and we're loving the same God, it's the same God that's enabling all of us to accomplish the goal, the task, and it gives us different gifts and assignments so that way we can build his kingdom. Amen? Hallelujah. And so this is why we ask God for spiritual wisdom. This is why we have to learn to apply the wisdom of God in our lives so we can operate in these areas. Because spiritual wisdom reveals freedom from sin. It also reveals unto us the kingdom citizenship. We see that it reveals the power to break through. And it reveals a position of kingdom sonship, as well as that we are part of the body of Christ. 
Hallelujah. And we are part of the body of Christ. And so I encourage you to allow the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to operate in your life and apply the wisdom of God. Don't ignore it. Don't discount it. Don't think, oh, yeah, well, God will do this automatically. No, there's some things that you have to do. God provides the tools, but you have to be the one to actually operate and function in it. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And we'll close out with understanding you from Ephesians chapter 1, again, verses 16 and 17 say, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.